Hello and welcome back to Let's Get Weirding. I'm Megan Sunday. And I'm Bo North. On this show, we are discussing Frank Herbert's Dune series, chapter by chapter, and this week we are back to launch our second Woo! season with Dune Messiah. Uh, because the chapters are a lot shorter for this book, we'll be discussing usually two chapters at a time, and for right now we are going to get started with the incredibly weird opening chapters. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I just realized I don't think that they're actually chapters. They're co- sort of like, you know, oh forward God, it's just, yeah, materials. It's, it's not even getting into the action of the of the oh. book yet. But I think it's it was kind of interesting and sort of, you know, a little more... I don't. I hate to hesitate to say subtle because it's not really subtle, but a little more. Um, there's a little more craft involved than we usually have seen from Frank thus far. I, it. This book starts with just, hey, here are some characters. You know mm-hmm. a couple of them. Some of them you don't, and you're just going to deal with it. Yeah. Welcome to Dune Messiah. <laughs> yeah. It is not Dune. Let's just get that out of the way front and center. This book is very different. I hope everyone is ready for even more discussion of how 30-year-old women are aged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, I know it's a desert planet, but these are not women who are living in the desert. So I don't mm-hmm. want to hear it. Yeah. I I just, yeah, I mean, that's, this doesn't happen in the chapters we're discussing today, but there was definitely a, like, wow, still looking great. It's like, okay, <laughs> this is 12 years, we learn, after the end of Dune, so everyone is, like, 31 years old. Yeah. <laughs> Tops. Except Alia, <laughs> who's, like, 15. Right. So, <laughs> I don't want to hear about how they're still looking sharp. Oh, they're so well-preserved. Must be that desert oh. climate. They're it's 40. So good. Oh, well, my God. You know, some crow's eye, crow's feet at the corner of their eyes. But other <laughs> than that, it's just like, no, screw you. They don't have any serum. <laughs> they don't have yeah. any nighttime night serum. I don't know if they have the, any jade rollers that they can roll oh. across their faces. Those feel so nice. They They're do. Just cool. Nice and cool. I have a nice yeah. sort of like... Uh, matcha mint thing that i put under my eyes you just use a little Mm -hmm. roller on that too i don't know if it's actually doing anything but i get to feel very fancy it just feels nice oh yeah i don't have to justify my skincare to anybody Uh, (laughs) oh no oh and at this point these are wealthy people they got a lot of skincare i guarantee Mm -hmm. that there's so much i mean there's so many just spice masks Mm mm-hmm yeah, like, come on, it's in everything. Yeah, I mean, I bet the and didn't they already say like the spice pro- prolongs life? So, mm-hmm. I mean, it probably prolongs youth as well. Amazing, so good. <laughs> but we get to start with a conversation, yeah, a, a, like an interrogation. Frankly, this book opens with an interrogation. <laughs> Yeah, it's basically like a death row, not confession, but like a death row interview mm-hmm. with this historian guy called Brunso of Ix. And just to get it out of the way, because I hate it a lot, <laughs> Ix is called Ix because it's yeah. the ninth planet. Ninth planet, yeah. So it's the Roman <sighs> numeral nine. It's so dumb. <laughs> I like that he spells it out. He's just like, you know, Ix. Don't mention how our name is because we're the ninth planet. So why'd you mention it, Bronzo? I think that was Frank being like, aren't I cute? 
Aren't I adorable? This book does. This book both has a lot of just dropping you in and being like, we'll explain who these people are later. Yeah. But also a lot of here's some exposition. Allow me to explain this, even though you would all know it. There's a scene mm-hmm. later where someone explains to Arulin, like, how she became Paul's consort. And you want her to be like, I was there. Yeah. Were you there? Because I was there. I was literally in the room. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. um, mm. We had a lot of whale fur. But right. That's later. That's later. Okay. No, there's no Arulin yet. We uh, She's just sort of vaguely mentioned, I believe. Uh, so we have Bronso. Yeah. Bronso Vix, he is a historian. Yeah. And in the course of this uh, interrogation, this interview, we learn that he is a historian and that he is in prison because he talked too much about Paul, basically. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, we are, we learn through this interview that it has been. 12 years since the end of Dune. So for 12 years, like, I guess the legend of Paul has built up so much that, Mm -hmm. you know, there's, there is like this whole religion behind him. And, you know, to speak about him is sort of a heresy, especially in the way that Bronzo of Ix is speaking about Paul, which is in a very, like, you know, a historian fashion. We know how historians are. They have to be a little removed from things. Mm -hmm. And that's just not okay, apparently. Um, He he calls Paul a sham Mm -hmm. and points out that Paul wouldn't be Paul without the spice, which is, you know, duh. Yeah, and he says, you know, he gets questioned at one point, and the questioner says, you're here because you dared to say that Paul Atreides lost something essential to his humanity before he could become Wadib. And it's like, well, he's like, yeah, you know, he lost his dad, he lost Duncan Idaho, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and they're just like, well, you sound pretty cynical. He's like, well, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I'm just telling you the truth, which we all, we know all that stuff because of what Arulib is writing, so clearly, mm-hmm. you know. Well, she gets a pass because, you know, she's married to the guy, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he, 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 they also say that he has been sort of denied by also by the Betty Jesuit because he's not mm-hmm. buying into any of it. He's like, yeah, yeah Quizza Chatterack, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Betty Jesuit made him that way. The Spice, uh, he, what I like is he does say that the, you know, when you become addicted to the Spice, you know, you're, he goes, your eyes become one thing without contrast, mm-hmm. a single view, which the guy says is heresy. Because uh, it's sacred. You can't talk that way about the spice. Ah. Uh, because all things have become part of this, like, grander religion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they've been kind of spreading throughout the universe for the last 12 years. So it, it's still Dune. It's still Frank Herbert speaking but it's i'm reading it at such a relevant point in our history right Mm -hmm. now so like i mean i'm in portland you know what's happening here we're having you know we've had 50 something nights of protests we have federal troops downtown like just picking people up off the street throwing tear gas at people like and like journalists journalists are not excluded from that legal observers are not excluded from that like they're Mm -hmm. also getting harassed so it's like 
it's kind of an interesting time to be reading stuff like this about, you know, totalitarianism. Yeah. Uh, during a time of, of such. So. And it's also fascinating because he's not saying, Bronzo is not saying anything that isn't true. Yeah. You know, he's not saying Paul's a piece of shit or <laughs> he doesn't really have these abilities or, or he's a bad leader or anything. He's just saying he was, he's a human person mm-hmm. who was, you know, born and be- was the Kwisatz Haderach and then had to change and had to lose part of himself in order to become Fremen and become Wadib and start this jihad. And that you, you, you can't say that, you know, and he says, you know, that they have, the Fremen have a lot to answer for because it was a Fremen ritual that gave him the visions because of the spice drinking mm-hmm. the water of life. And he says, you know, that's how Alia came to be. And, you know, they're, they, they try to cover it now by saying, you know, well, without the melange, Mwadib wouldn't be our leader and Alia wouldn't be Alia without what happened to her. And he's like, that doesn't make it okay. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. You know? Right, exactly. And he says he was an Atreides first. Like, you guys act like he's entirely Fremen, but he's not. Yeah, it's kind of the way he's talking is like, he was an Atreides first, then he was a Bene Gesserit, like, tool. Mm-hmm. And then, then maybe then he's a Fremen. Yeah, you know, like... And he's only that way because of chat. Chani and he adopted the customs but like he's not a real Fremen. Yeah and he keeps saying that he was gonna make Arrakis into a paradise but I don't see that happening yet. He's like it's happening. They're working on it. (laughs) Right because those things just happen immediately. And he says you know everyone everyone is figuring out that this the emperor has no clothes. Like they know that his marriage to a ruin is is fake. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone knows that it's really Chani, who's more of his wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, he asks, like, do they know what you do in this prison? And they said, we don't bother the holy family with that. And he's just like, yeah, the holy family. Like, ooh. <laughs> I mean, I'm always up for people there to take the piss out of whoever's in power. Like. Yeah, I don't think anyone and, should be on a pedestal. Like, and especially when it's this guy, his for show wife, his girlfriend, mm-hmm. and his weird teenage sister. Yeah, <laughs> his mom has left. Yeah, she uh, peace out. Like we find, I don't think they mention it here, but we do find out pretty early on that um, Jessica is gone. She has gone to back to Caladan, mm-hmm. and yeah, he's just like you know, these aren't. You guys are going out and just you're killing entire planets. Like they mention how the Fremen can decimate an entire population of a planet, mm-hmm. and well, all right, for what? Yeah, but for what though? You did this for what? It's true. It's true. And, you know, this is part of the reason why we kept saying during book one, like, Paul's not a hero. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, he's not, he's not what you would call a good guy. Yeah. I guess, like, he's not, maybe, he's probably not a bad person, but 
the fact that there are, you know, he, and he knows, like, he can't control, like, that's his whole thing, is like, oh, it's gonna happen whether I do anything or not, like, these, you know, bloodthirsty hordes of brown people are yeah. just gonna go out and kill people. What can I do? Is what can not I do? great, right? It's what not great. What am I great. supposed to do about it? I can't <laughs> stop it even though I'm in charge and they do everything I say, um, I can't yeah. stop it from happening. And he's also, although it is realistic, there is a lot of reference, even like his immediate first chapters, that he has an idea of what needs to happen in order mm-hmm. to start making things right. And yeah. he knows that he can't do it. He's too afraid. Yeah. Uh, and so we'll find out more about what that means later on. But he he has an idea of things that have to happen that will happen in the future. And he's mm-hmm. just like, yeah, I can't do that shit. <laughs> I'm scared. Which, to be fair, I mean, knowing what it is, it's like, oh, no, thank you. Yeah. And he's still a young person, so. No, he's like, 30. He's about oh. to die. Oh, I, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot he's ancient, withered crone of a man. <laughs> I guess men aren't crones. What are men? Uh, wizened old elves i don't know yeah he's he's basically like billy crystal and the princess bride now (laughs) a shriveled up old goblin that's Mm -hmm. him (laughs) although like what do you think about it although we don't get ages necessarily that i think it's like well so how old is still gar he's like 50 and they're just like oh my god look at you he's an elder statesman Yeah, so the the chapter following the death cell confession or whatever is, uh, this sounds like such a, a sexy movie, kind of, you know, death cell confessions. Um, <laughs> or like a titillating true crime podcast. Um, yeah, it's, it's a Red Shoe Diary. Right, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just basically like a, a an excerpt from one of Bronzo of X's histories, and it's sort of like reinforcing what he's already said in his interview. Like the he calls the Fremen's religious colonialism, which I thought was interesting, um, brought to the human universe, which mm. I also found interesting. Uh, brought brought everyone under one rules, one religion. And he kind of can see that, you know, Paul was just sort of created to be this figurehead. He's like, yeah. you know, he was raised by a spinning Jesuit mother. He He's a Mentat. He's mm-hmm. the Kwisatz Haderach. Then he goes and joins the Fremen. And now he's the Emperor. Yeah. And it all adds up to just some guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's just a messed up kid you know oh i'm sorry a messed up old man that is something that'll be interesting uh depending on how the movies do or if there are ever movies again frankly because who knows at this <laughs> point by the yeah. time they can make dude messiah timothy chalamet might be 30 i don't know um do you really think he's gonna look that different no no he'll just look <laughs> exactly the same right and everyone will just be like uh okay and you are <laughs> <laughs> I'm Paul. I'm 30. I'm the emperor. <laughs> what? Well, because he's almost, th- I mean, I want to say he's almost 30 because he's what, like 23. I mean, that's not a baby, yeah. but he's going to play a 15 year old. and We're all going to go. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, people do can certainly change. I mean, I am personally, I am insulted by how good Zac Efron looks right now. I'm like Zac, <laughs> but that I is am... not a dad bod. Can we just listen, say that right now? I'm so much older than you. I should not be looking at you this way. <laughs> but yeah, no, he. Uh, that's not a dad bod. No, no. anyone that's, that that claims that's a dad bod is seriously wrecked. <laughs> I hope there's some dad bods in Dune. I hope still garnishes oh, dad bod. Like once he gets, <laughs> you know, out of his still suit, it's just like, oh yeah, there we go. <laughs> it's like I think, um, uh, oh god, Zap Brannigan on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whenever he takes off his <laughs> takes off his uniform, everything just sort of like <laughs> bursts out of his girdle. <laughs> like how sometimes Captain Kirk was just wearing that kind of like, you know, wraparound top. Because oh, it was yeah. just like, oh, this is my, I gotta get comfortable. Right. My comfy uniform. <laughs> Not going anywhere today. Stay on the bridge. <laughs> I feel you, Captain Kirk. I've been in my comfy uniform since March. Yep, yep, that is for sure. <laughs> I mean, it's, there's really not much to this opening part. There's not a lot of, like, meat on this bone. It's just interesting to see what Paul and what the Fremen have been up to. Mm-hmm. And that they're so, already, people are already being like, eh. <laughs> yeah. There are already mentions of a conspiracy in these opening mm-hmm. uh, chapters, and we're definitely going to get a lot more into that throughout this book, which is always fun. I love secret cabals. I love mysteries. I love uh, conspiracies. <laughs> I will say that when we get to this first secret meeting, which is the very next chapter, it is the least subtle secret meeting in history. <laughs> yeah. Because it's just like, so we'll say it now, just so everyone gets like a little little taste. It's Arulin, mm-hmm. uh, the Reverend Mother, Gaius, Gaius Helen. Helen. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Edric, the uh, spice navigator, the guild navigator, who has to be in a tank full of spicy mist. (laughs) (laughs) And he's just like, they, it's very vague, really. It's why when people, when you see the navigators in the various films, they all look so different because the description is basically Abe Sapien. Mm Mm-hmm. If Abe Sapien was just floating in mist and doing shots of spice. Yeah, instead of being in water. Um, and a face dancer, which we will get to those later, yeah. because that's a whole... That is a... Can I just say I hate face dancers? It's stupid. Um, I don't yeah, like so... it. I don't like the Tilaxu. Um just gonna... Face dancers are kind of um, like, uh, I mean, those of you that have seen Game of Thrones, you kind of know what a face dancer is. Yeah. So kind of the same principle here, except I don't think they're usually using actual faces. No, I think they can just do it because yeah. he does it at a certain point. Um, and yeah, I just... I don't know. There's something about it that I just am like, all right. <laughs> and he doesn't sound like he looks like Jacqueline Hagar, um, who was right. very well cast on that television program. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, just... I mean, I, I really usually never have problems with the actual casting on that show. Just the show itself that I Fair, have. fair. Yeah. 
that has i will say this and for anyone who's seen that season of game of thrones like you've all seen this already but it had one of the best gifable moments since probably how people like to gif the ending of beauty and the beast where when he becomes mm. a prince you're like oh <laughs> there's a point when you know at the end with jacqueline hagar like switches to a different face and it's just like oh <laughs> yeah why'd you do that son oh, i get that you're fleeing and everything but you were super hot before and now okay yeah he really was and it's it's very the end i mean everyone knows you know the end of beauty of the beast they just they could have upped the animation a little there were oh, better things that could have been done <laughs> for sure <laughs> that whole ending is just like oh <laughs> hmm. uh can you be cursed again <laughs> <laughs> I kind of liked the big, you know, the beast. I mean, no offense, but you didn't turn into Dan <laughs> Stevens this time, so... Uh... Oh, God, what a waste of my time that movie was. Oh, uh, but... I'm I was sorry, say... I, did, I did not enjoy it. It was too long, there were too many songs. I just, <laughs> I did not enjoy it at all. Like, I was just fuming through the whole thing. Like, they're singing again? What the fuck? Dan Stevens makes interesting choices. Mm-hmm. We'll say that for him. Oh, sure. He left out Nabby and was just like, I don't know. I'm just going to do everything. <laughs> I lost all this weight. I'm looking cut. I'm going to do whatever yeah. I want. And it's going to be weird. <laughs> like, all right, dude. Fine. Yeah. Fair. Did he do Sense and Sensibility during the Downton Abbey time? Or... No, it was before. Before? It was okay. before. Yeah. It was just before, though. Because mm. he still had a little, you know, he was still pretty soft in that first season That's of Downton a... Abbey. Yeah. He was nice and round. Uh-huh. He had a job and no one understood it. <laughs> What's a weekend? Yes. <laughs> oh, early Downton Abbey. So good. I know. Uh, a lot of that is very much some of these sequences in Dune, frankly. There's a yeah. whole lot of just like, please enter this drawing room. And... <laughs> yeah. Look, I'm just saying, I'm not saying that Downton Abbey would be a good primer for Dune Messiah, but I'm not not saying it either. Yeah, or like maybe just like a, the first season of The Tudors. Oh like, my god, yeah. Um, Just any any of that sort of like, oh, we're all just whispering now. Wow, I remember that the days before I hated Henry Cavill. I I don't know if that's come up before, uh, friends and listeners, but Bo hates Henry Cavill. Like, I just, I don't get it. Like, I don't get it. I'm just like, yeah, I guess he's handsome, but whatever. He's not even a very good actor. Like... Uh, no, he's not. But he's, he's just nice like a, to look he, at. He doesn't have any charisma to me at all. And I, I definitely liked The Witcher more than you. So, I mean, I watched the first episode and I was like, I don't know what this shit is. <laughs> <laughs> Change the channel. No, I'm gonna watch German time travel soap operas instead. <laughs> this is too. This fantasy. This video game show is too complex for me. Yeah, but enough of it was just like, well, I've read a fantasy novel, so let's continue, because I think I can get it. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, so there's a lot of scheming. There's a lot of courtly stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. But it all is flavored with that nice Dune weirdness. Like, again, his 15-year-old sister, who is actually, like, thousands of years old inside. (laughs) Yeah. Um. So it's just up front. There is going to be some like weirdness with Alia because there's a lot of we know that 
we see her as a 15 year old they are very like well now that she's a woman and we can <laughs> use her lusts against her it's like <laughs> no <laughs> yeah she's been a woman since she was in the womb yeah but like she's also 15 yeah could you not so there's gonna be some of that where it's just like hey let's find her a man and it's like maybe you could just get her a nice like adult coloring book um, yeah <laughs> maybe get her one I, of those plant subscriptions oh yeah a nice box some succulents yeah a tic- i wish someone would get me one of those. account yeah um just... oh think of how different things could have been for ollie if she had had tiktok <laughs> She she was too old inside. She'd be like the rest of us who were like, I can't do that dance, and nor will I. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, fun. Well, Poor Alia. I know. So, I mean, really, I suspect these episodes of the podcast are going to be shorter because the chapters are shorter, mostly. They're so short. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's sort of preposterous, some of them. Yeah. Because there are definitely chapters that just meld into the next chapter where you're like this is Mm -hmm. a chapter this is one chapter frank yeah like they're not all so very different that you need to have it and at times it does get a little well a little game of thronesy where it's like Mm -hmm. i don't know here were two pages from this character's perspective but now we're doing something else somewhere else it's like what (laughs) exactly um there's a lot more uh there are a lot more points of views uh, in this one than there are in Dune, which was basically just the Baron and Jessica and Paul. Yeah. Um, so look forward to that. Obviously, the Baron is gone, uh, but we get the face dancers. I hate face dancers. And now, <laughs> and as we said before, ages and ages ago, get ready for Golas. <laughs> right. <laughs> We still need to have that made into a shirt. Get ready for Colas. I just need that. I can walk around town. Yeah, so uh, Agola, we'll just explain it. Yeah, it's basically a clone, isn't it? Yeah, and it's mentioned in the very next chapter, so Mm -hmm. it's... I I think it's mentioned in the Bronzo of Ix, like, history. Is it? Yeah, they mentioned that uh, Paul had to... Uh, was right. made to accept the services, whatever that means, of Agola in the form of uh, Duncan Idaho. Yes, so Duncan does come back, sort mm-hmm. of, in this one. Um, look forward to that. I will also note for naysayers and folk out there that when they describe him coming back, he is definitely not a white person. Uh, so we'll just throw that out there again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so calm it down. And, yeah, yeah, so Agula is, yeah, basically like a clone. They can keep making them as long as they have, they keep saying flesh, which I hate. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of like, oh, we have the flesh. They brought us the flesh. They made it from flesh. And you're like, okay, I get it. Thank you. Yes, thank you. (laughs) That's how you would do that. Enough of that, please. (laughs) Um, So, and that is something that comes up so much 
more frequently in the prequels. Like, mm-hmm. by some of the sequels and prequels, uh, there are, like, schools of literally every person that's ever been in Dune. It's ridiculous, yeah. It gets a little bit like, thanks, but not? <laughs> Can we not with that? Who is that a Gola of? Who? <laughs> You're right. Like, why would you even have that person's, like, genetic material? Like, who is that? Right. It's just, yeah. Something to look forward to. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's kind of about it for this Yeah, one. it really is. Like, like we said, not much we, happens. We're actually, we're... like, pull, we're actually, like, stretching it out quite a bit. <laughs> As we do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, we don't have any emails or new reviews to, to shout out, but we do have, we do have our Patreon to we discuss do. it launched it's finally up it's finally out there we've got some patrons already you know you want to join the fun come on in we have our tiers are like super low like i've got we have one kind of one sort of pricey tier but then we've got a one dollar and a three dollar tier like those are because i wanted to keep it just like affordable and accessible to everyone i want people to be able to access uh episodes of we have to go back whenever they want uh mm-hmm. so yeah for three dollars a month you can hear get all of that plus you'll get this show early you'll get it early um and i'm sure as as time goes we're gonna come up with other stuff because we love perks so yes. we want to you know give perks yeah. to the world yeah like uh, we just launched so you know, we're still figuring things out mm-hmm. and, you know, but for now, that's what we've got going on. We've got, we're going to have some AMAs every month. We're going to have, um, you know, the bonus content. If you get in at the $12 level, you get an exclusive sticker designed by Philippe Sobrero, who is an amazing comic book artist. If you listen yes. to We Hate Movies, he did their new logo uh, he's very, 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 very talented. So yes, we're so very fortunate. Uh, yeah, it was very he was exciting. like, "Hey, can I design this thing for you based on something you were talking about in it? You know, like six episodes ago." And I was like, "Sure, Whatever. Dude. yeah, dude, yeah." <laughs> I don't please. even remember that conversation, but please do. And it was amazing. We, it's our uh, <laughs> libertarian fremen flag, basically. It is <laughs> with the sandworm that says uh, <laughs> "Tread without rhythm." So. Yep. It's awesome. It's amazing. And I'm sure, I'm sure, you know, one of those tiers I can read aloud that fanfic I found where Duncan Idaho sleeps with various characters from Aliens. So, hey. Oh, yeah. What a world we live in. Hicks, right? Please say Hicks. It was Hicks, yeah. Okay, thank God. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, I'm hanging up. (laughs) It's Paul Reiser. (laughs) (laughs) No! No. No. The worst. <laughs> That'd be the world's most awkward fanfic because the entirety would just be going, So you wanna? No. <laughs> Who are you? Oh. But yeah, if yeah. you search for Let's Get Weirding on Patreon, we're there. I've I've got a link up. Uh, in mm-hmm. our last episode, uh, there'll be a link in this episode's show notes. So yeah, definitely come check it out. Sign up if you feel like it. Share it if you if you don't or if you can't afford it. We know a lot of people are kind of 
hurting right now yeah (laughs) with the way things are and it's a very shitty time to launch a patreon but we we did this with no expectations of anybody exactly like please don't don't feel like we're if you can only give one dollar for one month thank you you know that it i love it and i do not judge anyone that has to walk after a month like i get it yeah please do not (laughs) if i had unlimited resources i would be supporting so many artists on patreon but oh my god sometimes (laughs) i dream about that like if i just suddenly had a bunch of money there's so many things I would just be like, here, here's yeah. money for this, and here's money for you. And it would just be like people going, please stop. I have nothing <laughs> else to give. But I want to I want to personally thank our patrons so far. We've got Ronnie, thank you for your pledge. Jake, Yay. James, thank you. And they, a big thank you to the Kill by Kill podcast for supporting our show. Yeah, thanks, guys. You guys Yay. are the best. We love you. Oh, yeah. So what have we got coming up next, Megan? Uh, Well, next we have got more exciting Dune content with Cabals and Secrecy. We have Mm -hmm. more. We have to go back. Our lost sideshow. Yeah. We've got one with special guest Sammy C. We're going to have a a guest, uh, Patrick Hamilton, from the aforementioned Kill by Kill podcast. He's Mm an amazing guest. He had some great stories. He did, yes. That one is, they're they're both going to be great. Uh, mm-hmm. It's really exciting. People are so excited to talk about Lost. And we happen to just know lots of extremely funny, intelligent, witty people. So yeah. it, all, it all works out for yeah. that. And yeah, other than that, I think we just, there's us on Twitter, as always, <laughs> personally and in our Let's Get Weird in capacity. Yep. We're at Weirding Pod on Twitter. You can find us at uh, WeirdingPodcast at gmail.com if you have a question. Uh, if you want have a question that you want us to answer on our AMA, mm-hmm. go ahead, send it in now. Well, that's kind of how we're going to do it as a mailbag sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think that is really about it. Uh, we did have a question on Twitter today. I mean, mm-hmm. this is ages about... Uh, fade casting, but I don't, they didn't cast anyone as fade. Yeah, I checked um, IMDb. As did I, I, yes. I yeah. did not see that fade is listed as being cast. So, I mean, I kind of hope it's not the guy that played Cyclops in X-Men, because isn't that the kid from Ready Player One? It is, yes. Who is a little fucking twerp. <laughs> You're like, so I'm, angry today. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've just I have yet to see that kid in anything where That's I've been like, fine. I just oh, love he's it. great. Yeah, <laughs> just like, <laughs> like you know what, Henry Cavill, build a computer <laughs> Look, on the internet, will you? I know everyone's flipping out about that. I'm like, big deal. My husband built a computer like two days ago. <laughs> I got to see him do it. It was, but that not was just that at exciting. your house personally for you. The rest of us didn't get to experience it. Henry Cavill just put it out there. Yeah. Okay. Good for him. I guess. What does he tell- want? A fucking medal? I don't know. <laughs> I don't tell- I'm just like tell your husband to be on- more viral. I know. Like, more on- thirsty on Maine. I know. Honestly, like people freaking out because he built a computer. I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? It's not like he's you know 
out there like delivering that COVID vaccines or you know fighting police brutality he just made and look everybody has to do their part and if Henry Cavill building a PC gave anyone a moment of joy I do not begrudge you that I just personally do not get it tell Brian to get an OnlyFans where he only builds computers <laughs> I don't think that's gonna happen no <laughs> uh um. no <laughs> Although, I I mean, frankly, the stuff I've heard people do on OnlyFans, I would be surprised that there would be someone who'd be like, oh, I'll pay for that. Like, you know sure. what? All right. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> no, I, I mean, it's just my personal preference mm-hmm. to to not let and enjoy and like... it's entirely fine. It's just hilarious to me when you get angry. <laughs> Look, we're all angry right now. <laughs> Oh, oh man, our episode about the wasteland. <laughs> I don't even know what we do anymore. <laughs> I know. Oh. <laughs> Season two. I can't believe this show is still going. <laughs> well, like, with that note, I think we uh, yes. should say goodbye for everyone to everyone right now. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Please come back. <laughs> <laughs> June Messiah. Woohoo. <laughs>